All right, so let me just open this up real quick. Uh, this podcast has been uh, great for me over the last year. Uh, a lot of jokes, a lot of a lot of things that I probably shouldn't have said, but I've said on mic. Um, I've I've taken a break, and you know, the hard part about podcasting by yourself is is it it's a muscle because you have to be able to not keep saying the same things like like and all this shit, and you have to keep content going. So I'm not gonna bore you with shit that I'm reading on Reddit. Um, here's this, uh, this is the disclaimer, uh, I'm going to be talking about a pretty deep subject that I've never fucking really, you know, I've joked about, but I'll I'll break down the story for you. Um, my oldest half brother stole four guns from my dad while he was diagnosed with stage four cancer and dealing with all that. And the fucking asshole stole it and lied for, you know, the duration of, of my dad's life. And then right afterwards, like a fucking coward, he, uh, he admitted to it. And so the story and the story time today is going to be a breakdown of, of what that is. And, and I'll try to make it funny. Um, but, but it is something that I, I, you know, I have not spoke to him, uh, in person since, uh, probably either, uh, right probably about the time that my dad died and went within the funeral, Um, and then, and, uh, I haven't seen him for Christmases. I haven't seen him for, uh, you know, any, anything really. There's been, there's been no contact and, uh, that's on me. And I've threatened him that you are not coming around me or my family. Um, it's not something that's going to happen. So, you know, here's the story. I know that's a weird intro to a podcast that usually is, is full of jokes, but, Here's to uh, here's to a good story time. Everyone, open up your claws. You know, I I, I never knew the fucking asshole. Um. You know, there's a 13-year gap between me and him. Uh, never got to know him, really, as a person. Uh, so you trust that he's, because you, he, he's your older brother, uh, that you can trust him, right? I mean, that's pretty simple. I know it's a basic sentence and what I just said, but you think you have this 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 bond because you're your family. And so, you know, you go the duration of, of my life, which would have been about 22, 23 years old at that point. And, you know, you saw him at Christmases and you saw him at whenever he was going to get a gift or needed something. And this is about 2017, 2018 or 2016. So 2016, he's just married with his new wife. All of a sudden, I'm, uh, it's July. My dad was just diagnosed with stage four lung cancer. All of a sudden, I come home from this weekend trip in, in Wisconsin and here's my, you know, again, I'm 22 at the time. So my 13 year old bro, 13, 13 years older brother, uh, is now living at my parents' house. And, uh, this isn't his dad, by the way, this is his stepdad, you know, uh, no relation besides the fact that, that, you know, my mom. And so <laughs> the fucking asshole 
moves his family in. You know, it's him and his wife with two dogs. Um, not paying rent to a man who is already diagnosed and going through some shit. Brings his two dogs in. He brings his fucking family in. And and within a couple months is asked to pay rent. And so when when asked to pay rent, the fucking asshole doesn't want to do it. And so then he leaves. Right? So he been living there for a couple months free. I'm I'm really trying hard not to throw this fucking dude's like whole shipment out there, but he's a piece of shit with money and completely fucked his life over and decided to use people up. We can just leave it at that. And uh put himself in some really bad spots that he had to, he had to ask for for family to help bail him out and then decided to fuck over that family when when they needed help. You know, he gave my dad gave him a place to stay. And uh, he decided that he had money for a new place. And that's how I see it. You know, the coward never really had a full fucking thing after our whole thing. But uh, so in the midst of, of, you know, him living there, my dad is now trying to cope with cancer in his life. And we weren't the, you know, we weren't the Joneses and everything didn't have its place. My dad was a redneck and he had a lot of shit. We had unfinished upstairs and we had... You know, a bunch of shit that had to be gone through and, and there were personal belongings amongst a bunch of junk. Okay. And within that, you find out, you know, your, your dad has cancer. And so the one things people do and what my family did was we went through and made sure that anything that was important, um, whether in, you know, in the garage or anything, just that, you know, we just didn't want anything to happen during this time of, of already trying to figure out and cope with how your dad is, is, is pretty much terminal. And so in one of the midst of these cleanings, uh, my oldest brother decides to tell me to hide the guns. You don't want people coming into the garage because now they know your dad's sick. So hide the guns. And so we put him in this unfinished upstairs where this fucker is not living in, but he's in the room next to it. And so somewhere in the midst of him leaving, he decides to take four guns that don't belong to him. They belong to my dad and they belong to my grandpa and my grandpa's grandpa. And all the way back to World War One, there's guns that have no fucking business no fingerprint no fucking ounce of dna to his fucking name and the worst part is the worst part is my dad is such a loving fucking man of of his children which if you were his kid he took care of you and there were five kids that my dad helped take care of at one point and so this fucking asshole decides that it's his fucking job to take them now, we later find out that he pawns them and that I don't know what he did with it, but whatever the fucking amount was, it was fucking ridiculous for what you would have pawned it for. And it's a real piece of shit fucking pawning. And so my oldest brother, my, my oldest brother stole it. I got another brother. Okay. Uh, and my oldest brother is full siblings with, or my second oldest brother is, is full brother with my oldest brother, right? I got two half brothers. 
brother calls me up in December and says, hey, man, Jeremy had said something about taking the guns to get them cleaned. And he never said dick to anybody who was living in the actual house he stole the guns from. And so when I find out, I ask him, and like a coward and a fucking pussy, he says he's getting them cleaned. And he plays this fucking game now for months. Now, he's taken ownership into, you know, being around and, and helping out. He's trying to get his, his fucking little greasy-ass big fucking nose into a, into a, an auction. And a, and a, we, we had a dad, for my dad, we had a benefit. And we had a silent auction and, and this this fucking absolute just piece of shit decided that he was going to freak out on the day that we were planning events, you know, and, and the silent biddings. And he's fucking screaming at me in my face. And I'm skipping some of this shit. The disclaimer is said that I, I, I hope I would have said it. I, th- this whole thing is taboo to me because I don't usually like flaunting stories out, but this is a good one. And so... This piece of shit is yelling at me, and I'm already fucking weary about the guns being stolen, and and the fact that he's never you know produced solid evidence to what they are being cleaned for or what. But he's got he's making up stories. I mean, he's making a fucking con of this, and this goes on for months. And of course, I'm dealing with my own shit. If you're a listener of the podcast, you know uh, what was going on during my dad's uh, while my dad had cancer. Um, and I'm not paying attention to this, right? I'm thinking I can trust my fucking older brother. And, uh, you know, it goes all the way until after my dad dies. And, you know, he wasn't a part of the benefit, really. He got, he got told the fuck off and he, we didn't listen to his strategy. Um, he was a greedy fucking asshole and, and we told him no. Even when he decided to scream in my face, which I have not forgotten to this fucking day. And will not. And I know I can definitely start rambling on these things, but but you know I'm hoping I'm hoping this is worth your guys' time. Um, and so it's about a week or so after my dad's you know funeral, and I'm driving down the road, and I threaten him with the cops, saying that you know I think he stole the guns, and that you know he's been telling me yeah they're gonna come here in a week. They're going to be ready in a month. There was some rust here and some fucking, you know, the one gun had a fucking this and that. And, uh, you know, finally I said, I'm going to call the cops because I think you fucking stole them. And then he calls me and I have a conversation in which I start swearing. And the motherfucker has the balls after stealing from my dad who just fucking died and who was a pretty good fucking man to him. As a, as a human being. My dad was a fucking good man to him. He may not have been the best to him. He was a good fucking man to him. Bet you my dad in his grave is fucking pissed. He spent an ounce of fucking time on that piece of shit. And I'm sorry. But i that's my true fucking honest feelings. Is that my brother Jeremy is the biggest piece of fucking shit I'll probably ever meet in my life. Because not only did you steal from a guy with cancer. He was a fucking... <laughs> He was somebody who you try to claim as a fucking father to you, stepdad, whatever. Somebody who fucking helped helped you when you fucking needed as a parent, and you fucked them over, you piece of fucking shit. You know, and this is maybe therapeutical in, in every sense of the word because it, it makes me feel better just saying it out loud. And hopefully, I know this has been a gap in the podcast, but hopefully people at least, you know, 
respect that this needed to be said because at some point after four years, five years, you know, I've, I've gone without really blowing the fucker up and, and, and you know what, you know, he refuses to say anything to me to make contact. I, you hear that he's fucking, you know, pissed and thinks that he didn't do anything fucking wrong. He's a piece of fucking shit. He's a pussy. He's not a fucking man. I honestly, I hope to God I never see him for the rest of my fucking life. Because if I do, I will go to fucking jail on how bad I fucking rearrange his face. And the worst thing is, is all the roasts I had set up for him, as I look like him. Now, if you stick through long enough, I can tell you about his fucking dating site and how he's thickly endowed and loves to fucking do oral. But you gotta make it through the rest of the story, and it's not that much longer. It's not gonna be the craziest long podcast. I tried... I've thought about this for three weeks now. Since I since I go the one week without a podcast, I definitely start thinking, when the fuck's my next one? And this was an idea that came up. Um, I took a break. The election. I don't know if what you want to call it, but I took a break. And this one, this was what I wanted for the first podcast to start off as, and and I thought it could go longer. Uh, it's not. I, you know, there's so much I want to say that I can't, uh, that I can't physically get out to this point. You know, I mean, there's, I just, I, I, I literally could do an entire podcast of just saying how much of a pussy and how much of a fucking pussy this dude is just on a, on a man level, not even just as a somebody who, who, who had, who got, you know, he didn't steal from me cause I'm not a big gun guy. You know, but he stole from like my bro, my my other brother Brandon, who actually had a fucking respect for the guy, or you know his fucking kid Austin, who who was a hunter, who 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 would have probably cherished a fucking gun from his his grandpa Ty, and this piece of shit decides that for some reason they're his and that he needs to sell them because either this guy's gonna die and he's gonna droop dupe everybody or what, but he's. You know, and and again, these tangents, you know, I, I don't want these to be tangents, but so anyways, I'm on the road and this fucker, I'm calling him and he finally picks up the phone and says, you know, Bobby, you're a piece of shit. You'd call the cops and all this. And, and I, I said, fuck you, man. And he said, don't swear at me. Watch yourself. Don't swear at me. And that's stuck for sure because I, and I've told, you know, people close to me and this is a joke because, and everyone thinks this is a joke because if you've ever known me, um, I'm, I'm probably the easiest going person. I might have, you know, my own thoughts and, and I could definitely get angry, um, and kind of, you know, sarcastically give it to you, but I've never really gotten mad at somebody, you know, at least a lot, at least to a lot of close people in my life. I've, I've you know, anger isn't something I, I reveal, or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, this is the one time in, in open fucking whatever that I've said if I've ever seen him. Uh, Walmart at down the street parking his fucking truck uh, at a stoplight. I would fuck him up. Hands fucking down. I would fuck him up right there and fucking take whatever the fuck excuse. Put this on record that I will take whatever fucking punishment comes my way. Because that piece of shit has it coming. And it's not because he sat there and fucking told me watch myself. That's going to be an added fucking hit for 100%. But just on the moral fact that you can sit here and ballsly tell people in your fucking life you didn't do anything wrong. 
and then have them come back to say, well, why can't this dude can't come to Christmas or this fucking dude, you got to end it. And to, to the rest of my family members who have who have not listened to those people, good for you. Good for you morally because it doesn't matter whether it's family or not. The guy stole from somebody with fucking cancer who's helped him out through the fucking years when he didn't have shit or especially in the fucking last part of his. When my dad was with cancer, already trying to figure it out within a month, that motherfucker has to come to him with fucking help because he's fucked his life up so bad trying to play keep up with the fucking Joneses, buying two fucking brand new vehicles, buying an RV, buying a fucking ATV, living in a fucking house you can't fucking afford. So he comes to my dad and then fucks him over like that? Dude, go fuck yourself, you piece of fucking shit. You're honestly, you're worse than that, man. Like, you're not even somebody who I want to even fucking hear an apology from. I'd rather just fucking never fucking speak to you again and break your fucking jaw. And that can be fucking it. You can fucking die. And I'll never fucking come to your fucking funeral, you piece of shit. Like, you're not, you don't steal from a guy with cancer in my eyes, for one. And two, you don't do it to my fucking dad. And you can say that, Bobby, that's psychotic. And, Bobby, that's not a good, healthy way to feel about it. As a fucking man, you're probably right. But as a selfish human being who saw somebody take advantage of his sick fucking dad and it's take advantage of everyone around him because they were fucking mourning, not even mourning, just trying to cope with the fact that this guy who has put projected himself as as the man of steel and, and always going to be there and would laugh at these people who smoke cigarettes and die because he thought he was going to be the one guy who lived to fucking 90. And you shit on him. By immediately stealing from the guy. And what pisses me off is that you did it while the guy was still in decent health after chemo. And you think you were doing something by fucking, I don't know, either you were sneaky or you fucking get off by the idea of, of fucking over your family. But I cannot stress the fucking fact of how big of a piece of shit you gotta be to fucking do that. And a pussy, just, just what a fucking asshole you gotta be to think that you're fucking entitled to anything like that and to fucking act the way that he did afterwards is is absolutely baffling and, and there's eyebrows from my family and people who are oh why do you want to bring it up now and because i'm sick of it i'm sick of fucking thinking about it and sitting here and not saying it on a podcast because i have a guest here and i don't want to fucking bring it up when i started 50 shades of boucher it was going to be about everything i'd been through in the last couple years and this is one of them i had a piece of shit fucking brother steal from my dad who fuck you man it's it's still to this day baffles me how you fucking still act like you didn't do anything and he's so fucking self-inflicted that he will fucking listen to this and i hope he fucking does hope he listens to every fucking thing that piece of fucking shit i feel ashamed to even share the same dna as you my kid knows you as the fuck boy you aren't welcome in my fucking house nor are you fucking allowed at a fucking family get together and I love that every time I go I don't have to worry about what that piece of shit's gonna steal I don't care at this point in my life I'm comfortable with going fuck it I've never fucking known you and I'm sorry for whoever made it this far in the podcast because this has become a ramble and no more story but 
as therapeutically, I just want to say it one more time. I don't fucking care what it takes before I go in this life. I just want to swing at that piece of shit once for the fucking shit he did and for the way he fucking acted about it. And that's it. Now, let's get into his dating profile because I want to read it. When you're a piece of shit and you want to fucking block people because you're too afraid about people saying shit to you every day. And Now, granted, I was threatening him every fucking day after my dad died. Once I found out he stole shit, I was all about it. <clears throat> now, just imagine again uh, that this guy looks like me except, you know, a little fucking aged out. Um, he's definitely been through some stressful fucking shit. And then he looks like, you know, a guy who thinks he's got it together. And, and so in my head, uh, this makes it much, much funnier for me. Let me just tell you if you're, I don't know what dating app this is on. I should probably, you know, I don't know. It, it looks, it, I don't know. I can't tell by what the pictures look like. But anyways, um, if you read this as a bio run. <clears throat> and this would be a Jeremy Johnson, by the way. I don't know how it would be on a fucking chat, but whatever. I'm a 39 white male. This is all for fucking. This is. This is uh. This is all. This is all. Straight off the uh. Straight off of what he said. I'm a 39 white male, single and educated. Period. Good looking with a great hygiene. First off, the motherfucker stinks. He's old as fuck. 39 years old. He looks fucking 45. I'm looking at myself right now. The hairline ain't great, which means his hairline ain't fucking shit. I take care of myself. Great job. No, works fucking bare. Well-rounded, I would love to know what that means, etc. with an exclamation point, which is already a fucking psychopath. I am funny and easygoing. I like to have a good time and a drama-free. Yeah, because your fucking family and friends isolate you, you piece of shit. So between work and kiddo, I do honestly, the whole online dating thing is exhausting. Yet, that's how he met his ex-wife. And then cheated on her. Busy, busy, as the saying goes. This year has been one for the books. But very little in the way of fun. I don't know what that means, but it probably means lonely fucking winners. Not going to family events with half your fucking family. Because, again, he's not welcome. And two, I'd go to fucking jail. I'd hope he'd go to jail. I mean, it'd be a fun Christmas for me, but... He's not welcome, so I would love to know what uh you know what he, what what this year's been one for the books for when half your fucking family doesn't even talk to you, you piece of shit. And then uh oh he, okay here the second paragraph. Sorry, Charles Dickinson here is fucking uh really really writing, but uh so it leads me just looking for some fun. I love giving oral and am very thickly endowed. I have a hidden kinky side and love pleasure. I'm sorry, love pleasing. That is that 
Is that include like rough play where like it's like rough play where you could probably call the cops for fucking hitting your chick? That would be his kinky side, but oh, I'm sorry. The whole bar scene and pickups isn't my thing, so here I am. The whole bar scene and pickups isn't my thing, so so here I am. Always willing to share pics, of course. If you get pics, they're fucking already bad. He His fucking profile pic, I believe, is like him in sunglasses and barely showing his fucking smile. Like, it looks like he might... He it looks like he might take you out on a nice date the first night and then after that you have to subject to his shitty fucking oh I'm sorry about this happening oh I uh, we're gonna do fuck that could host but don't mind a drive either open to a one time thing or if it turned into a regular meetup also great just looking to have fun and experience some new things hope to chat with you soon attraction is a must not. <laughs> No out, no out of just sleep around. Definitely a bit picky. Definitely a bit picky. So the nice thing about this podcast is I literally stopped right at that point when you heard picky. Came back to it, listened to the whole fucking podcast. And I got off on a tangent. Yes, I did. But here's the thing. This was a moment of, this was a moment of, I'm going to get this off my chest, right? Um, I, I wanted to do this because one, I want the story. So I hope you guys enjoyed, but two, um, it was a way for me to finally get it out there and feel like I made contact on the subject, um, personally, just with words. Um, it might piss people off. Um, it might, um, thank you for listening. This is obviously one of the more weirder stories of the uh, podcast, but, um, you know, it's, it's something that is real and, uh, you know, it, it, uh, there you go. I mean, season two of the podcast, it's fucking already starting off weird. So send me in, uh, your fucking weird stories and, and, uh, you know, let me, let me fucking know. If you want to talk about it, let's talk. I, I obviously have got a fucked up fucking life. So if you've got stories, let's come on and talk about it.